Hi, I'm Tom Griffith, and welcome to the Greater Formation and Power podcast. Here we'll discuss topics and practices that will help you deepen your intimacy with God the Father, exercise your authority in Jesus the Son, and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. We want to walk in God's truth and intimacy and power. We need all three strands working together in our lives because we believe that nothing else will actually do. Hi, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it, and I will do my best to make it worth your while. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Nothing but trouble. Does it ever feel like your life is like that? Trouble, trouble, trouble. Nothing but trouble. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. It seems like King David was always in trouble. As we read throughout the book of Psalms, he's crying out to God amidst trouble. Jesus' life was filled with trouble. His circumstances had trouble written all over them throughout the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, how should we handle it? How should we handle our trouble? Should we hope and pray that it goes away? It seems like that's the common response. That's our natural response. If there's trouble, we want it to get as far away from us as possible. Should we avoid it? Or should we resist it? What do you do? So, as I was thinking about this concept, um, I wanted to frame it in really just first considering the different kinds of what, what trouble might be like, and then consider three different kinds of responses to it. Trouble. Think about how these different words or synonyms uh, land in your soul. Let them kind of inform your soul in different kinds of circumstances. Trouble. Hardship. Challenge. Trial. Difficulty. Predicament. Or predicament. Tribulation. Persecution. Discomfort. Pain. Grief. Sorrow. We could probably add 30 or 40 other words that are synonymous with trouble, but I want you to just let those kind of land in you. What do you do with those? And as I'm going to look at just three kinds of responses. There are many more than that, but here's three that I wanted to hone in on today. One is to avoid. And so when we see these things, we might want to avoid them. And to avoid means to keep away from or to prevent from possible occurrence. We're going to avoid something. We're going to go around it. We're going to do the best we can so that it doesn't occur in our lives. So one thing is we could avoid. Another is we could resist. And to resist is to exert oneself to counteract or to defeat what is coming towards us. And the third thing I'd like to consider is to press through. And by press through, I mean to to move ahead, to advance. It's really to persist, to advance often by the use of force. To press through, it's kind of to outlast. To press through, to, to 
breakthrough. Press through all the way to breakthrough. Or to press through could mean to finish, to see it through. So sometimes, or in some circumstances, we may want to avoid something. In other circumstances, we might want to resist or to press through. Let's kind of simply look into the application of these things in our life. And what I want to encourage you to do is, first of all, to identify the kind of trouble or difficulty that you're experiencing. To do that, you're going to probably need to um, to sit with it a little bit. You know, often we, we have such an adverse reaction to these kinds of difficulties that, that we don't want to identify it. We just want it to go away. But I want to encourage you first to step back a little bit. Experience it. Sit with it. It's important to identify the kind of trouble or difficulty that you're facing. So first we want to identify it. And secondly, we want to discern it. And by that I mean, well, in Scripture we're told when it comes to the idea of avoiding, we're not to really avoid trouble. The things we're to avoid in Scripture, the things we're to avoid by the counsel of God, are evil paths, a evil pathway or lifestyle, to avoid um, sinful thoughts or actions. Those things we should avoid or reject, things like gossip or extremes that are going to cause us or others difficulty or to avoid temptation. One of my earliest sermons when I was preaching, this was back in the early, in the mid 80s, early 80s, um, I got the opportunity to preach one Sunday night and I was preaching and when you get to the second book of, uh, I mean, when you get to Thessalonians chapter, I think it's chapter five, it says uh, in one translation, I think it's the King James says, to avoid the appearance of evil. And so I was kind of hammering away on that, uh, on the word avoid, and we should avoid appearing that we're doing evil. Afterwards, a very mature elder uh, man named Rudy Schmidt put his arm around me and uh, and encouraged me for my message. And he said, but I, I'd want to talk to you about one point. He said, I don't think that's actually what that text means. Because um, Jesus did not avoid the appearance of evil in that way, because people often thought he was doing evil when he was healing on the Sabbath or relating to sinners. So he wasn't avoiding appearing evil. He was avoiding evil when it appeared. Well, that, I will always remember that correction and that instruction. We're to avoid evil, not to avoid looking like we're doing evil, but to avoid the actual sin or temptation. We're to turn from those things and to reject them. So in the New International Version, now I think it says to reject all forms of evil. So it's made it a little clearer, making that Greek a little uh, better translated, I think. But we want to discern whether we are to avoid the path of evil or sinfulness, or maybe we are to resist. Now, to resist, you don't, you don't resist um, sin. Jesus is the one who resisted 
sin. He resisted sin through his blood, it's described in Hebrews 12. For it says, we're not going to resist to the point of shedding blood like Jesus did. No, we rely on his resistance of uh, evil. I mean, of his, of his resistance of sin. But instead, we resist the evil one. So it describes in uh, Scripture that we resist the devil, and he will flee from us, it says in James 4. It also says that the devil uh, in First Peter, I think, 5, says that the devil is, is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking who he might devour. Resist him, standing firm in your faith. So we avoid evil, but we resist the evil one. We resist, we confront in order to win the battle. So we want to discern, is this an evil to avoid, or is this a demonic force to resist and to confront and to press and to stop? Or is it a kind of trouble, like the whole list that I gave? Let me read that again, because actually that whole list that I read out is not things to be avoided, and it's not things to be resisted. It's actually things that we need to press through. Much of life, much of the difficulties of life are things we need to press through. We need to endure. We need to break through. We need to outlast. What kinds of things? Trouble, hardship, challenge, trial. Don't avoid them. Press through them. Difficulty, predicament, tribulation, persecution. You don't really try to avoid it. You live your life in response to God and you press through persecution, discomfort, pain, grief. Loss. Most of life is in uh, is our concerns that we need to stand and press through. We need to respond with God's wisdom and His authority, and to endure them, and to stand with strength in the name of Jesus. So trouble, trouble, trouble. Nothing but trouble. What do you do? Usually, you're going to press through. You're going to endure and stand. But to do that well, first you're going to have to identify what kind of trouble is it? Is it temptation to be avoided? Is it uh, the enemy or a force, a, a demonic force that needs to be resisted, broken, and defeated? Or is it something that we need to stand up under, stand up through, to outlast, to persist our way all the way to breakthrough? I want to encourage you that most of life is about persisting. It's about understanding what God wants you to do and to stay the course until it comes to be. Persistence, persistence persistence is what you want to learn to do, to stand in uh, a press-through posture, believing that there will come breakthrough, that this trial will end, that that obstacle will fall, that you will overcome it 
by persisting. Knock, 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 knocking at the door until the door opens or falls down. So my question to you is, what what are you facing right now in the realm of hardship or difficulty or trial? Don't just avoid it. Don't live a small life that avoids any kind of hardship. You know, we're, we're trained often to just you know, don't take challenges because something bad might happen. Or uh, don't go there because that's a dangerous area. We're, uh, our religious or our fearful selves are, is, are often avoiding what we actually should be moving into. So don't live a life of avoidance of difficulty, challenge, trial, uh, predicament, persecution, discomfort. No, those are not things to be avoided. The things to be avoided are temptations. So you want to, what, what is the hardship? Discern it well. What are you facing and what are you going to do about it? Don't shy away. Don't hope it goes away. Face it. Resist it. Press through it. Those are active steps. Avoidance is a defensive move and it's appropriate because you do need to know yourself and what things may, what temptations may cause you to get tied up and be a problem. So you want to be wise about that. You want to be defensive. But most of your life, I want to encourage you to resist or to press through to the purposes God has for you. So as you consider your difficulties, what is your response? Take a little bit of time with it. Don't just listen to the message. Allow some of the difficult things you're facing to bubble up in your consciousness. And take some moment to discern, is this to be avoided, to be resisted, or to be pressed through? God will give you wisdom if you'll invite him into the process. And he'll give you victory if you will be determined to move through it. In the name and the authority of Jesus. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. I'll come back soon with another message. Keep living in the uh, clarity, fruitfulness, and power of God. Bye-bye.